Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey everybody, welcome back to Concierge Confidential. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and in this week's episode, we're going to be doing a hotel highlight of the Wynn and Encore property. It's actually two hotels in one huge mass sprawling campus, and we're going to be talking about their dining options, their hotel, their nightclub, and all of the wonderful spots that you can find inside of the Wynn and Encore Hotel. So, we're going to be jumping into that, coming up next. Hey everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential, and this episode is brought to you by AO Painting, who have been experts in specialized coating servicing Arizona for over 40 years. AO Painting specializes in industrial projects and are a one-stop shop for sandblasting, industrial painting, waterproofing, and much, much more. To see more of their work and to get a quote, you can visit aopaintinginc.com. That's aopaintinginc.com. AO Painting, where specialized is where we start. Okay, everybody, so we are back. So we're going to be diving into the Win and Encore property. So for the longest time, I always thought the Win and the Encore was like a nice trashy hotel in terms of like the people that would go there. Like they would wear, you know, really, really expensive like Balenciaga sweaters and really, really ugly like shoes. But the thing is, is that if, you, if you're there long enough and you actually go enough times to this property, you do see that there is a difference in terms of elegance between this hotel and the rest of the hotels in the Las Vegas Strip. And really, when you do see the inside of the Wynn and Encore, you feel the class and elegance put into every stitch of this hotel. So just a couple, little bit of background. So the Wynn and Encore opened in, well, let's start with the Wynn. The Wynn opened in 2005. It was designed by Steve Wynn, um, put his name on it. Obviously, it was actually called Le Rev for the longest time, which was a painting that he owned. Uh, but they scratched it, and they named it after one other himself. So after naming it Win, um, it had been operating for about you know two or three years, and that's when they built the Encore Hotel, which was put right next to the property, and they are now connected to the very high-end mall inside of both these properties. So it's actually quite an accessible complex in terms of walking in between the two properties, and really I can consider them conjoined, and it actually sort of shares the same parking garage. They actually have two different parking garages. Encore has its own parking garage, and then Wynn has its own parking garage, but honestly, the Wynn's parking garage is the better one just because you can go to both of those properties, and it's very conveniently located. It's one of the most convenient parking garages in Las Vegas, and yes, you do have to pay for it now, but you get the first four hours for free, so that's fantastic. So, uh, anyways, the Wynn Hotel itself is, people think, like, what is the theme of the hotel? And the theme is money. That's really what the theme is of this property. It's very elegant. It's essentially going to have an Italian flair to it, just because Steve Wynn, who opened the Bellagio in 1998, really enjoyed that style and also enjoys the color red, uh, which is actually very common in Las Vegas to put a lot of red in your uh, hotel. It's actually a psychological thing because when you see Reddit, it's supposed to excite your brain. It's supposed to excite your eyes and it's supposed to get you, you know, really, really 
excited, obviously, for whatever you're doing inside of that property. So whether that's gambling, drinking, eating, whatever it is, it's supposed to feast the eyes. Uh, but you also get this beautiful color of like the very royal purple that you see inside of the hotel as well on a lot of the uh, the workers in terms of the security, uh, the dealers, all that good stuff. But it really is a fantastic property. It feels very luxurious when you walk inside. It just smells fantastic. It's very bright. Uh, it also has the perfect sort of perfect sort of balance of natural light and artificial light inside just because they have the beautiful Lake of Dreams, which is a great place to go in terms of like lunch or if you just want like a light drink, we'll get to that later. But the property itself evokes class. At least that's what it's supposed to look like on the inside. So it really is a property that you're going to for a luxurious evening or a luxurious weekend. Uh, just know that when you want to book at this particular hotel, they typically run their rooms between three and $400 a night. It's very rare to get anything under that. And that is for a cheap night. That's usually during the week on an off time of the year. Uh, for example, during the F1 race, their rooms are going for $2,500 a pop, which obviously for most of us, that's expensive, and that's typically what the average room goes for a suite on the Las Vegas Strip, and that's, I'm saying, a suite suite. So in terms of, like, the Skylofts, the mansions, that's what we're talking about when we get to that $3,000 range per night stay. So it's quite extravagant. So the rooms themselves are beautiful. When you walk in, they're very plush. Uh, they tend to have floor-to-ceiling windows. They have beautiful views of either the golf course and the sphere now. Um, or you'll have a view of the Las Vegas Strip, even if you're at the Encore or the Wynn. And the other thing is, is if you get the backside, you're going to end up looking at uh, the north end of the Strip, so the Stratosphere or the Encore if you are staying at the Wynn property. But it is a little bit north end of the Strip. To me, that's kind of where the Strip ends is at the Win and Encore because you don't really want to walk any further than that. At least a long time ago, you wouldn't walk anywhere near that just because once you got to the Win and the Encore, there were no more hotels until, let's say, the Stardust and then the Stratosphere. But nowadays, uh, we have the Fountain Blue going up. We also have Circus Circus. It's still there. And then obviously Resorts World, which is really one of its closest neighbors other than the Venetian and the... To the hotel. Venetian and Palazzo, obviously, that are connected to the Wynn and Encore. So, anyways, let's dive into the hotel itself. So, the hotel is quite beautiful. It has a couple different locations. So, they have their standard tower. They also have their tower suites. Uh, and they also have their villas, which their villas are actually on the golf course. So, this does boast an 18-hole golf course. It was actually going to be taken out. They're going to put a lake on it. They scrapped those plans and put back... And they put back the uh, the golf course. So pretty funny the way that worked. So it's actually one of the only hotels uh, that has a golf course on the Las Vegas Strip still. A lot of places you have to go off of Las Vegas Boulevard to find the closest golf course. So uh, the golf course itself, just we'll get this out of the way you know, very early. Uh, it typically ranges between 600 and 650 a person. And that's around, obviously. Um, I heard that if you are a local, you get a discount, which is very interesting. I have to dig deeper into this. Uh, the golf course itself does come with caddies. And uh, again, their uh, pro shop is actually located down one of the hallways because there's, oh my goodness, there's so many hallways in this place that are just sneaking around. So anyways, the Encore property itself, it's beautiful. It actually has the 
where the sports book is for this particular place. And uh, let's actually just dive into the casino floor itself. The casino floor itself is one floor, obviously. Most of the table minimums for this hotel are going to range between $25 and $50 minimums. And they go all the way up to, I've seen $1,000 on, on the main floor. And once you get into the salons and the high limit, you're looking, you know, five, ten. $15,000 a hand, and that's in the high limit. So just know that if you're going to be gambling here for table games, don't come in here with you know looking to spend anything less than $25 a hand. Uh, I've really never seen it less than $25 a hand, and that's on a very, very slow night that they will have $25. It's very, I've been here on Wednesdays, and when I go into that property, easily I've, I've seen $50, $100 hand minimums for their just standard part of the casino. So pretty interesting to walk by and that's kind of what's going on and people are playing them it's not like these places are going empty it's not like the aria this is my biggest thing is like the aria loves to do this where they make their minimums so so high and then nobody's playing in the middle of the day but if you can go in the middle of the day over at the win people are playing those games so again be ready to play if you're going to the win and encore properties to gamble but they have a beautiful selection of slot machines so really really high, highly recommend going to the win to play slots just like any place else it's really run of the mill in terms of pricing for their slot machines and their standard floor uh and it's actually quite nice because it's the perfect amount of slot machines where they have enough different types of slots but it's not overcrowded so you get a good variety but without being overly crowded with all these different slot machines to choose from, which my mom really, really appreciates. So the win itself, beautiful property, beautiful carpet. Just always feels so plush. They just replaced it, which is amazing. Uh, but you just, you really feel the wealth inside of this property. And the thing is, I always tell people this, is that you don't have to have a lot of money to walk through these places. Even if you just want to go in, have a drink, feel high end for the day or the night, just dress up in your best suit, your best outfit, Go out and just pretend that you're Danny Ocean walking into, you know, Terry Benedict's Casino the Bellagio, uh, but just walking into a beautiful hotel and you can have your, you know, your wife, your girlfriend, your husband, your boyfriend, whatever. You guys just get dressed up and just feel like that for a day and it's just really fantastic. And the thing is, is that when you hang around with people with money, they also have really fun stories to tell you about. So uh, those are always fun to sort of get into um, deep convos with people at Delilah's late night. So. Anyways, with that, let's jump into the restaurant. So they do have a very wonderful restaurant menu or restaurant um, selection. Uh, they have a good mixture of Asian cuisine. They are also sort of dipping their toe into Mexican cuisine. They also have a couple steakhouses. And, of course, they have Delilah's, which is one of the, I would say, top hangouts in Las Vegas. Notice I didn't say top restaurants, top hangouts. So let's dive into the dining options. So let's go over their fine dining choices. And these are going to encapsulate both the win and the Encore properties. So just know that it's going to be hard to be kind of going back and forth telling you what these are. So uh, one of the places that I actually went to, it's one of their newer restaurants that they've opened, is Casa Playa. So Casa Playa is going to be a Mexican restaurant. But for those of you looking for something traditional, I do not recommend Casa Playa. Casa Playa is definitely going to be a little bit more upscale. It's very seafood heavy just because it is a coastal Mexican cuisine restaurant. And, of course, it's going to have lots of fusion. So just think all of those models you see in Tulum all the time and those Instagram influencers – that's what Casa Playa is. So go in there knowing that it's going to be a very cool, very sexy, a very fun, group-oriented restaurant. Because when you look at the menu, the menu itself is really made for people to share. And um, it's cool. Um, I, did, I did go there my, my, on my own. Uh, they have this beautiful uh, 
queso fondito, which was so, so good. It was delicious. You can get it with meats. I got it with just the cheese, and it was fantastic with the chips. Delicious. Um, also, if you order an item off the menu, or if you're sitting at the bar, they will give you chips and salsas. They give you four different types of salsas to choose from, and they are all delicious. But the bartenders are fantastic. The restaurant looks beautiful on the inside. It feels very much res- – it's very resorty. So when you walk inside, it feels very much like you are in a – uh, sort of Mexican resort restaurant, but like very, very high end. But Casa Supply is fantastic. Um, I actually just did a video on one of their cocktails, which was the was called the Obsidian, which you can find on my Instagram, uh, which is Concierge Confidential underscore LV, or you can find us on TikTok at Keys to Vegas, and you can see our latest video, which was, uh, I believe, the top five cocktails I've ever had on this particular podcast. So go ahead and check that out. Anytime you want. So, anyways, Casa Playa, fantastic for groups. If you're by yourself, I would maybe skip it, but I would definitely say that uh, you can should go in and have a drink because the obsidian drink is wonderful, very fresh, very delicious, very cucumbery. So, moving on, they do have a Cipriani's. A Cipriani's is going to be very light bites, very very California. Uh, it's I've never actually been inside of this particular spot, uh, but it looks all right to me it looks like a very popular spot very 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 big for people who are vegan and vegetarian but cipriani is not my jam so i'm just like kind of not going to talk about it uh but that is located in one of their mall areas they actually have two malls they have the wind plaza which is their new section that has all the very high-end restaurants including a drake store for those of you who want drake swag and they also have their traditional mall which is going to have you know versace louis vuitton they don't have a Christian Louboutin, though. Uh, they do have a Harry Winston, of course, and they also have an Alexander McQueen. So they actually have many, many high-end designer fashion uh, stores inside of the mall. So let's talk about some of their marquee restaurants. So some of the ones that you're always going to see out and about is SW Steakhouse, and they also have Lakeside, which these two restaurants are located right on the Lake of Dreams. It is their very, very small man-made lake. It feels very, very Switzerland, and it actually has a beautiful waterfall. looks even better, actually, in the daytime. But SW Steakhouse is a very high-end steakhouse. They do have very traditional options. This is certainly going to be a steakhouse that you would want to take your mom and dad to. Um, the reason I say it that way is because it is very, like I said, traditional. It's very straightforward. They have really good cuts of meat. Uh, they also have a really cool... Dessert that's sort of like a um, like a churro, but they do it with like sticks, and they also have you know a very wide array of wine options. So really good wine selection over at SW, and again, very very straightforward fine dining steakhouse over at SW. People really like it. It's not too hard to make a reservation at SW. It's certainly certainly possible, but usually it's a pretty good sized room as well. Very very white tablecloth, if you will. Uh, They also have Lakeside. Lakeside is actually a very approachable restaurant in terms of seafood. So if you're somebody who really, really, really wants some seafood, Lakeside is a really good option. It's probably one of their more – what's the word I'm looking for? It's probably one of their more conventional uh, uh, seafood restaurants where it is quite straightforward. They do have a couple other high-end places that do seafood, and I'll try to hit those as kind of I'm going through here. So – um, other option, um, if you're looking to dine at the Wynn, they also have Mizumi, which Mizumi is actually located right next to where they used to have a nightclub called Surrender. But Mizumi is actually a Japanese restaurant, so it's actually quite quite approachable. They do have a tepan grill. Uh, they're actually separated on two different parts of the website, but it's the same restaurant. It's actually one of the only restaurants uh, in 
the win. Uh, that is Asian cuisine that actually has a bar. So for those of you that are single and you want to have a bar top experience, Mizumi is the option for you. They do have sushi on the menu, obviously, sashimi, and they also have a robotaki bar, which is actually quite fun uh, to have if you want to go and try some Japanese cuisine. So you want to you know, the, the, the room itself is actually quite nice, but they are actually renovating it right now. So make sure you double check when you are looking on their website for reservations. Make sure you check out and make sure that they are open. So moving on. So moving on to Sinatra. Sinatra is actually located at the Encore property. Uh, Sinatra itself is very much Italian steakhouse. And when I say steakhouse, it's very, very light, the way that I say steakhouse. Uh, depending on what you like, because actually I'm looking at the I, I'm looking at the menu. I've been there once before. It's actually quite good. Uh, they have a beautiful dessert menu. It's really, really fantastic. But their menu itself does not appeal to me. I think maybe because maybe from I'm from the West Coast, I haven't, en haven't had enough East Coast Italian cuisine and know if this is, you know, authentic, but they do have a lot of a lot of seafood pastas and it's not my thing, really isn't. Um, and just really weird combos for me. Uh, but they have a lot of like clams, they also have a lot of uh, steaks on the menu, of course. And again, they have one of they have say they have Sinatra's favorite pasta, which was spaghetti and clams. They also have lasagna, they have a risotto, which is very nice. And of course, they have plenty of fish on the menu, like bronzino and other things that are in Italian that I cannot pronounce. But uh, it's pretty approachable. Uh, they have a veal parmesan, which is fantastic. But in terms of pricing, it's pretty approachable. They do have a veal parmesan, which is $65. They have a beef tenderloin, which is $77. They have a osobuco, uh, which that's going to be 60 bucks. So looking at it, it's not too, too bad. Uh, I could say it's definitely more approachable than all than a couple of the other restaurants over at the Wynn currently. So as we kind of move on and sort of, you know, bip and bop through the menu, uh, let's go ahead and see what else they have. They do have a place called... Do, 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 forgetting it off the top of my head because I don't want to tell you guys about uh, Delilah's yet because I like it. All right, let's talk about Allegro. Allegro is actually one of my more favorite restaurants at this property in terms of being approachable, in terms of you know, being easy on your wallet. Uh, it has very, very approachable Italian cuisine, very, very different than Sinatra. Just know that Allegro can be very busy, especially on the weekends and also right before the nightclubs open. Allegro is one of those places that they sell packages to where you can do Allegro and then go to the nightclub after. So just be careful in terms of booking Allegro because sometimes it can be quite, quite busy. Um, I'm going to like highlight two more restaurants that I just really wanted to talk about while, you know, just, I think this can be helpful is the buffet. Uh, the buffet at the win is one of the only remaining, what do you call them? Buffets still on here. So just keep that in mind. That is one of the only places you can still get a buffet. Uh, their buffets are open for dinner, uh, which is typically between 1 PM and 9 PM. And that's typically, you know, it says gourmet. Uh, they also have breakfast and they also have brunch. So those are typically going to be the options. And usually those are open Monday through Sunday, just depending on the time. So just be careful on the timing because that is very, very important to note going forward. Okay. Um, you can also book ahead of time. You can actually book priority and you can also do a prepayment, which I've never actually seen that before. So uh, that is done through seven rooms, and I'm actually just clicking through it because I love just clicking stuff, and then we'll see what it costs. So uh, typically the price for the buffet 
typically ranges between $60 and $70, depending on which one you get. So if you end up getting the breakfast one, it tends to be a little bit less. Dinner will always be the more expensive just because, again, they are pumping that. They do have seafood. So again, you can book those ahead of time. So that's actually kind of a cool feature that you usually don't get for buffets. Uh, so let's also talk about Charlie's. So I actually just went to Charlie's, which is a sports bar located in their Sportsbook, which are sportsbooks, it's cool. They have a very nice bar that actually looks out. It's fine. It's medium-sized. It's fine. Charlie's is actually quite good. I had their wings. They were fantastic, and they're also known for their burgers. But Charlie's is one of their more casual restaurants, so certainly recommend doing that, especially if you're going to be going there. You just want to have like a light lunch or a heavy lunch, whichever one you want. Charlie's is a really fantastic option for you. So let's go ahead and jump into, oh my goodness, I would be remiss if I didn't recommend Le Cave, which is very, very popular for their brunch. And they also have uh, Wing Lee, which I've never eaten there because it's expensive. Um, it's a very, very high-end Chinese restaurant. It's actually Michelin star rated. Um, it's really important to note when we are talking about Vegas restaurants and if they are Michelin star, so on and so forth, is that Vegas actually does not pay for their Michelin stars uh, because if you want to have a Michelin book made about your city, your city has to want to pay for it. And we have not paid for one since, I believe, 2010, 2011. So a lot of times you will see places... Uh, that have Michelin stars have had their Michelin star from way, way back in back when. So for example, like Joe Robichon has three Michelin stars and that's because it retained its Michelin stars through when we had our last Michelin guidebook. Uh, the other one being Wing Li. Wing Li is the first Chinese restaurant to have a Michelin star. Uh, sorry. Oh my goodness. I'll just read it off the paper. The first Chinese restaurant in the U.S. to earn a Michelin star that serves Cantonese, Shanghai, and Sichuan dishes. So look at that. The thing about Wing Li is it's beautiful on the inside. It just feels very high end. It's fantastic. You don't get that a lot from Chinese restaurants in Las Vegas, which are changing now. A lot more places are going high end Chinese, which is awesome. And uh, the cool thing about Wing Lee is it's located right next to Delilah's. So Delilah's is probably one of the marquee things that you would find at the Wynn Hotel. It's where you find celebrities. It's super hard to get into. You have to know somebody. Definitely feels that very old style Vegas where you got to know somebody to get in. Um, just a little tip is that you can actually eat here and you don't have to have a reservation. You just have to be, you know, maybe a little bit more patient in terms of seating just because you are able to eat at the bar it has to be the bar downstairs in the main dining room there is a bar upstairs it's the lounge area that does not serve the full menu it does serve a small bites menu which has actually been upgraded it's very very good they have burgers available fries and yes that is a thing because it's a hollywood thing that it's kind of very normal to be eating like burgers and fries at a very high-end restaurant because they're delicious i love the fries but I do love Delilah's. It's fantastic. They have live music. When you go on the weekends, it's almost impossible to get in. A lot of times, this is where you'll find a lot of athletes, especially after big uh, you know, championships. They'll come to Las Vegas, leave Delilah's, and they'll go to the nightclub. Delilah's, that's what it's meant for. Really, honestly, that's what it's meant for. So if you're trying to make a reservation online, you probably won't be able to make one. You definitely should be calling. And if you know somebody who knows somebody, they're probably going to get you into Delilah's. It's a great spot. Uh, I used to think it was a slightly overrated, but I have to say they do make fantastic drinks, and the food is actually very, very good. So is it you know Mission Star rating? Probably not, but it is a very, very good hotel, uh, very, very good restaurant to try out while you're at the win. So 
Let's dive into some of the like last bits of the win preview, our hotel highlight. Let's talk about the shows. So they do have one show that actually is there as a residency. Um, and it's, it's very different. It's not a residency. It's their, it's their show. Um, it's called goodness it's called awakenings i almost forgot i was gonna call it the old name which was la rev uh awakenings itself is performed in the round it's in where we used to have la rev which is was a water-based show now this show itself actually has like projected um like 3d imaging they also have live action of course fire water they have things that dangle from the ceiling that float it is a very cool show it's actually quite quite new not new it's been open for about two years now but they actually had stopped it and then started over because they had to revamp it and sort of tweak some things. And I've heard the new show is much better than the first part of this show. Um, the, the tickets themselves, they are, they're sort of, I'm not gonna say they're approachable guys. They're not approachable. Um, you're going to be the th the thing is about the theater itself over at the win is that there really isn't a bad seat and you always hear that, but it's performed in the round. It's actually quite a small theater in terms of this type of show in terms of being an acrobatic show. And the tickets themselves start about $99. They go up to about $180, depending on the seating. You tend to want to see this show from as high as possible. So if you're sitting in the $99 seats, those are actually still very good seats. And I actually recommend those more than the seats that are closer to the stage, which are, you know, going to be, you know, much higher. They're going to be somewhere around the... You know, one, the 150 range tickets are usually sort of like in the center and the very bottom ones are going to be 99 as well. So I would say you want to be a little higher for this show just because things do fly through the air. So you do want to be situated a little bit higher uh, on the theater. That's actually where you actually enter the theater as well is from high up and then you go down in the sort of stadium style seating. So that's Awakenings and Awakenings typically has, um, you know, one show on the regular nights, sort of like midweek, and they also have two shows usually during the busier times. So usually like Wednesday, they'll have like two shows. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, usually Saturday, they'll have two shows. So it's usually at 7 and 9, 9.30. So just keep those in mind if you're going to be seeing Awakenings over at the Win, A couple other shows that typically just sort of rotate in. Lana Ritchie does perform there. They also have Sebastian Miniscalo, uh, which those are going to be uh, – those aren't typically – residencies they'll have sort of multiple dates uh, that go throughout the year you just have to kind of keep a look in those and uh, those typically are in their win theater which is going to be a standard uh, theater style so not in the round it's going to be a standard sort of stadium seating if you will so now that I've hit that, let's go ahead and talk about the nightclub. The nightclub itself is the win. Sorry, my goodness. Is excess, excess at the win. So they also always gave the best promotional stuff. So I was always really excited to get stuff from them because they were always very creative and usually really good things to eat. And they always were cool things that you wanted to take home. So that was always the fantastic part of it. So Anyways, let's talk about excess. So excess is actually indoor outdoor. When it's in the summertime, it will be open to the outside. Sometimes it's excess night swim, um, which typically that is also during the summertime. Uh, the other nightclub, which is going to be located at the Win, or sorry, the Encore, is Encore Beach Club. Encore Beach Club does do a day and nighttime option. Typically, the nighttime ones are only during the 
summertime. Uh, wintertime, they will do them, but there actually is a little tent that they put up to sort of cover the pool parts so there can be more people that can accommodate inside of Encore Beach Club. Uh, Encore Beach Club, definitely one of the better beach clubs in Las Vegas. Would highly recommend going there if it's like your 21st birthday, your 30th birthday, and you want to do like bottle service or you want to do um, eh, guest list. But if you want to do bottle service, really fantastic at excess. Uh, probably one of the top three best clubs still in Las Vegas. Would highly recommend it anytime. Excess also is fantastic. Uh, Excess is actually quite not claustrophobic, but it's actually kind of hard to walk in there unless you're on the dance floor or outside. Uh, you really can't stand inside of the the nightclub itself because it's very 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 packed. And typically there is walkways and tables. That's kind of what you get, and then the dance floor. So again, just be wary if you're going to be going to the um, going to Excess. Typically, the nightclubs themselves open around, you know, 10.30. People get there 11. Very, very standard. Uh, usually, the if you're very new to nightclubs, uh, most of the time, the headliner will come, on, will come on typically around 1 o'clock in the morning. So just be ready to stay up very, very late. And I don't want to hear anybody talk about the bottles of water being $12 because that's what it is. Just learn to live with it. If you're going to tell me, oh, my God, it was so expensive, I hate hearing the it was so expensive line. Um, I spent, at least for that, just because, again, that's sort of the norm here in Las Vegas, and we hear it all the time. Uh, yes, I did go to Caesars Palace one time, and I needed some hair gel. Uh, it was an emergency, don't ask. And I picked it up, put it onto the, the counter, and she said, this hair gel is going to cost you $17. I said, no, thank you. And I said, I'll figure out my hair throughout the day. So yes, I know some things are expensive. Some things you just, you got to get. So anyways, that was the nightclub over at the Wynn. Uh, they usually have a pretty good lineup as well. They'll have, you know, an array of different people. Marshmallow, Chainsmokers have been there forever. So definitely EDM focused. Uh, Diplo will play every once in a while. And Diplo tends to be a little bit more whatever he wants to do that day. But I don't know. They're, they're, they get a little too EDM. Like they do their like Isbitha day or whatever, like their carnival. I don't like the music, but that's just me. So I think I've covered most of the stuff at the win. They have their Lake of Dreams, obviously, which is free. Uh, it's a free show that happens throughout the day. Um, I wanted to sort of talk about their bar for a second. So they do have a really nice bar called the Paracel. Well, I used to call the Paracel Down. Uh, but it's called Paracel Down or whatever they want to call it nowadays. And then outside of that is aft, which is their outdoor sort of lounge area, which you can see the beautiful Lake of Dreams, which if you watch the, I think my story from a couple days ago, a while back, you may not be able to see it actually anymore, is the wonderful, just sort of chill spot in front of the Lake of Dreams. And it's just very, very relaxing. And I really, really enjoyed it. So it's called aft. Sometimes if you want to get a book a booth, you might have to book ahead of time, but I just walked in and I got a seat. No problems, no questions asked. So uh, we've gone over the entire Wynn property. So the Wynn itself is beautiful. Highly recommended if you want a very luxury evening or luxury stay while you're here in Las Vegas. It is a little bit of a walk to the center of the Strip, which would be like the Bellagio, for example. But I would recommend, you know, take an Uber, if you will. But really, once you are at the Wynn, it is a very hard place to leave just because the amount of luxury items and luxury staff that is there is really top notch. So it's it's really the pinnacle of Las Vegas in terms of hospitality, you know, what to expect. I would say Wynn is in one of the top five best hotels in Las Vegas. So nothing much to say then. So that was our 
hotel highlight of the win and encore properties hopefully you enjoyed it make sure you follow us on all of our social channels concierge confidential underscore lv on instagram at keys to vegas on tiktok same thing for twitter and then obviously you can follow me brian ortega underscore 26 on my instagram where maybe i'll post things when i travel if i ever do travel but why would I? I'm in Las Vegas. So again, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you guys always taking the time out of your days to just listen to me because I just love talking about Vegas. And uh, yeah, hopefully see you guys here soon. But if you come in and you see me, say hello. But remember, keep it confidential. <laughs>